When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Mel. And I'm Trish. And this is the Don't Give a 50 podcast. Let's make getting old the new gold, as you say. I like that. I like that one too. That was mine. (laughs) That was mine. Dishes, it's Mel and Trish. Welcome to this week's episode of Don't Give a 50, a podcast for midlife women who dare to be awesome and don't give a 50 like us. Special shout out to Catherine Louth, who left a lovely comment on our Facebook page. I think, Trish, you found this because I never go on Facebook. So well done, sweetheart. Well right. done. Took a bit of a deep dive to find. <laughs> anyway, we so appreciate you, Catherine. She wrote, I stumbled across your podcast and I love it. It's about time someone stepped up and gave the opportunity to share information on the menopause phase of life. It's such a crap, challenging phase of life with very little knowledge and or information out there that is real. Real people, real feelings and thoughts. Fabulous. Thank you for being you. Hope you keep it going. That's so sweet. Yeah, yeah. I like the real component, I suppose, because I think yeah. there is actually a lot of information talking, about menopause, but was, keep it real. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to a young friend of mine the other day and she said, I've been listening and I feel like I'm fully prepared for the pause now. Oh, good. Yeah. So okay. the next generation are going to know what's going on. They're yeah. not going to think they're just going crazy. So that means that we're the trailblazers, Trish. Quite like that. Quite like that. So thank you, Catherine. We so appreciate you letting us know we're on the right track, basically. Feedback, reviews and ratings and sharing our podcast with friends are all really 50 and appreciated. So thank you and keep them coming. 50 ish tribe, please. So Trish, we're 50 and excited. We are today. so excited. Yeah, yeah, because I'm always up for info on beauty. Because yes. why not? <laughs> why not? Uh, we need all the info we can get. I've always, absolutely, and I've always been a bit of a girly girl, so I've Tips always been into this sort of thing. And yes. so have you. Yes. Like we've always it. been a bit that way inclined. So we have got celebrity hair and makeup artist and educator, our hair and beauty guru, 
Dale Dawning with us in the studio right now. But before we say hello, we need to just give our 50s tribe. I always go for the hello a bit early. <laughs> so Dale's roster of clients includes supermodels. So this is pretty impressive, Trish. Miranda Kerr, Robin Lawley and Jessica Hart. Oscar winner Jared Leto, I think it is. Taylor Schilling, Leto. Leto. Celebrities Mel B. Can you help me here? Is it Leto or Leto? I have no idea. Okay, all right. Leto? <laughs> Leto. Okay. <laughs> I got it right the first time. Mel Very B. impressive. Jared Leto. 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 <laughs> Sorry, Jared. I'm we know sure our, you're not listening. We know our slips. We might be. <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. You never know. Mel B, Megan Gale, Delta Goodrum, James Blunt, the Sister Sisters, Orlando Bloom, I mean, Rosario Dawson, Teresa Palmer, Xavier Samuel, Jennifer Hawkins. I mean, holy shit. There's a lot. And, and I now haven't even keeping got company with us. <laughs> yeah, I know. Freaking hell. And excuse me, Crown Princess Mary of Denmark. Yes. If you please. So Dal's career has taken him all over the globe. His work is synonymous with effortless glamour, which is... I like that. I wasn't feeling very effortlessly glamorous at 5.20 when I drove out of my driveway this morning, but I gave it my best crack anyway. His work has been showcased in fashion editorials, advertising campaigns, music videos, runway shows, entertainment industry, red carpets and television. Also, covers and editorials for Who Weekly's Most Beautiful, Cosmopolitan, Clio Deluxe in Style. I mean, it goes on and on and on. He's done red carpets in LA and New York City as well as locally for the Arios. 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 <laughs> Was Jared Leto at the Arios? Is that like the Arios? Jeez, Louise, I'm trying so hard here. It is early. It's very early in the morning. It is very early in the morning. Arias, MTV and the AFI Awards. And let's not forget the Logies. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do. The event of events. (laughs) He has done advertising campaigns, press junkets, music videos and concert tours, which round out Dale's roll call. So in addition to being immensely talented, he is also a 15 divine human being who we are so excited to be able to share with you in our little shoebox. So hello and welcome to Don't Give a 50, Dale. Thank you. So I actually, I'm listening to that going, would that be, you know, someone goes, here's your, your look. is it a professional? A eulogy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, wow. And, and, and to listen to it, mm. I actually go, oh, sometimes you take that step back and go, oh, yeah, mm. that's right. I did do that. Oh, yeah. I did that. And there's, yeah, there's that, those flashbacks. So. It's interesting, Dale, because we've had other guests on who've said the same thing. Like after we've sort of talked about their bio and what they've done, they're like, mm, actually, that's quite impressive. Mm. But when you're the person, when you're sitting in in that in your life, you don't yeah. look at it that way. Not at all. You're like, not looking I going, wow, you, look at me going. Aussies just kind of, we're self, quite self-deprecating. And Absolutely. Like, you know, we kind of grow. And now, now that I'm, and I'm so grateful because I am 50, so I feel like <laughs> I'm. Woo-hoo! Part of the tribe, Dale. I am now. And it's Welcome like, to the yeah, 50 tribe. Right of passage. But going and looking at it and, and kind of looking and saying to yourself professionally as well, it's like, yep, yeah, don't be up yourself, get on with it, do mm. this. But to look back and actually reflect in a nice way and go, oh, wow, that's not actually bad. And then, you know, that other the other voice goes, all right, move it on, stop being up yourself. Yeah, yeah. which you're not, no. but it is nice to sit and look back nicely in a nice way yeah. and go, actually, that was really yeah, cool and I was. did do all those things. Yeah. 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 And I think it's that owning our self-worth as well. Absolutely. We, we're very uncomfortable yeah. with that, but we need yeah. to do it. Our generation aren't amazing oh. at that, are we? I no. think the younger generation are a bit better oh, at yeah. that. They're but killing it. Gen- they're killing <laughs> it. Watch me go. Hey, someone said, I heard Magda Sabansky because they did the Kath and Kim thing her. the other night and mm. that was I was watching that and they were asking her why they feel the show has held up so long and she said, well, I think we were just on that cusp of 
that full self-appointment. She said, I was, I'm paraphrasing, but kind of saying that self-appointment and we were just on that cusp of that kind of being up yourself. Yes. Um, and now it is. And as much as it, like anything, it's got to be tempered. So we've kind of looked at it 50 and younger going, or, you know, 50 and older saying, how do we temper that to not kind of go, don't be braggy or don't be this, but also be proud of yourself in a in a nice way. So true. Because bragging is really annoying, totally. isn't it? You know, totally. you, you just get bored yeah. listening to people brag. Yeah. Yeah. So it is. It's just finding that balance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so true. Yeah. So true. So, I, look, I didn't even write any of that. I think my publicist wrote that. It's been edited a few times. I know. So to, read, to hear it back. Mm, uh, yeah. But, like, it's, oh, but it's your history. Then, yeah. So there were some triggers, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can, you can we go down? Can we just well, talk, go know, back to those triggers? No. <laughs> a bit later. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dale, you know, that's very impressive. And you've obviously been to some very impressive events and places. And now you're here with Mel and I mm-hmm. in our impressively large studio I so welcome it. I actually it is like it's it's like a little cocoon if you, if you did have a fear of claustrophobia uh, yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd be in trouble it's you great would be. I love it mm. yeah and you know we do bring a whole a whole new level of professionalism Absolutely. to, to yeah. the industry <laughs> so, <laughs> to the industry <laughs> so when Mel and I were talking about today's episode and what we were going to chat to you about and we as Mel has already mentioned was so fascinated love everything to do with beauty skin makeup mm-hmm. hair transitioning into midlife and mm-hmm. you know how we let go of those glory styles of the 80s yeah. and makeup of yeah. the 80s but then when I was deep diving into your bio I went okay no well we're gonna have to put that on hold because I need more info <laughs> on what's been going on behind the scenes <laughs> so, so straight off the bat I'm going to hit you up to come in again and today we're going to go straight into the Dale story. Okay. So, Dale, how did it all start? Can you give us your highlight reel, your kind of then to now, how you became a celebrity hair and makeup artist and educator? For me, going right back, I actually and sitting in the booth with you both and looking at, you know, the dials and the knobs and everything like that. And, you know, now I'm, I've kind of got this little DJ side gig and I think I've always wanted to be like an audio engineer. Music was my thing. Mm. And we went on a school excursion to Channel 10. I was more interested that it was on the neighbour's set and, you know, Daphne's oh, yeah. Coffee Shop wasn't really Daphne's Coffee Shop. I was like, oh. And I remember being in the... In <laughs> the, the magic. Yeah, in the control room at 10 and then talking about audio and it just I was fascinated and they said oh look you need to like probably year 10 year 11 and then you would start something like this and in my head I'm like oh no I'm not I'm not hanging around school that long so hair hair had always interested me and then we did like work experience you have to like find somewhere to go two weeks yeah so I found myself at Danny's Hair Clio Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Danny's, Danny's hair clear. Danny's hair clear in a town called Dandenong, which I think now people oh, yeah. call Nong in Victoria. Oh, yeah. Okay. The Nong? Or? Right. Yes. It's rough as yeah. guts. Okay. I was right. Sort of like the gong, you know, yeah, the gong. gong. Yeah, gong. Called, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's, mm. So I did my two weeks at Danny's hair Cleo. And the rest they say is history. <laughs> Gets better because I then went, I remember just thinking, I am not going back to school. I actually thought this yeah. is, I I'm, I love this. This was great. Yeah. You know, blah, blah. I would pound the pavement during the day in my lunch break and knock on every salon door. Are you looking for an apprentice? And I, you know, you're printing out resumes oh. and dropping it off, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I was my last day. And I remember my mum dropped me off at Danny's Hair Cleo and then said, oh, your last day of work, back to school Monday. And in my head, I'm like, no way, I'm mm-hmm. not going back. I was 15, knocked on a door and it was Gary's hair design. <laughs> so I went from daddy to 
the panache. I know, right? Um, so ended up at Gary's Hair Design and literally was like, yeah, I need someone to start now. Oh, and that was wow. It. And, okay. that, that's, and then I literally, because I was a country kid, got back in the car, mum's like back to school, nah, got a job, announced to the whole family in front of the fireplace, I'm moving out of home, doing it and left. And I, that was a week later, gone, started an apprenticeship. Wow. Um, yeah. So then did the apprenticeship thing, then moved to Brisbane and fell in love with Brisbane. And I arrived here with like $20 in my pocket. A friend of mine's like, I'll come to Brisbane. It's really cool. I'm like, all right. And I'm like, where do you live? And he goes, oh, we live near, um, right near the city. And I remember just driving, driving, driving. And we ended up in Goodna. <laughs> and I was like, so is my t- <laughs> Close. Yeah. So close. So my 20 bucks got me a train ride and my bags. And do you remember like jobs? It was obviously no internet. And it was the paper. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. I the paper. Courier and I, mail. Yeah. And I, so mm. I got the courier mail and it was the, the classies, the classifieds. And there was a job going at Roma Street at a salon. And I got a job there and just never kind of hairdressing, hairdressing, hairdressing. Yeah. Fast forward, living in Sydney, and I always wanted to do makeup. And I went, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna undertake this. I was at Channel Nine. Sorry, I, I, I digress. I went to Channel Nine at about 17, 18. So I'd almost finished my apprenticeship. And uh, you would remember they used to do like hair shows in nightclubs. Yes, do you ever have that? I was big. Like yes. they do like so they'd be sponsored hair shows yes. in the nightclub. So we're at this nightclub called Stylus and doing up on I'm up on this scaffold, which I fell off. But I'm doing like <laughs> haircuts or whatever, and you know, razoring a wig or whatever. And someone from Channel Nine was there and then offered me a job. Wow. So I ended up at Channel Nine when it was like, hey, hey, it's Saturday, all together now, chances. Oh so my, my first day gosh. of work was powdering bums on um <laughs> St Kilda Beach. Remember that was like that rude show. Yes. Like, yeah. Very cutting edge at the time. Yeah. Very so risque. I, oh, totally was. And we ended up so that yeah, I started at Channel Nine. And wow. then moved up to Brisbane, then kind of back in the hey hey days. Yeah, I bet they were a bit crazy. It was amazing. Like mm. it was it was such Channel Nine then it was and I was doing Denise and Ernie. So I looked after Denise Dreiser, who I yeah. adore. And I remember yeah. one day I came in and she had cut half of her fringe because we would film Monday was live then the next day or then you'd film the rest of the week and one of the producers is yelling out where's Denise where's Denise and she came in on air and I'm looking at her on the monitor and half her fringe is like above her eyebrow the other half is in her eyes and she did the whole show oh, and she was cutting her hair with a big razor and she's like oh my yeah, gosh this is how you do it so she's showing me how she cuts her hair with a big, a big razor oh my gosh so yeah oh gosh I, f- I think my first the kind of break for me I was living in Adelaide and the modeling agencies, and I would do the fashion shoots for the paper. So it was the advertiser. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I would, you know, give my cert. It was all promo, really. Oh, yeah. And so the record companies would get people in. And But this one time, and I got this call from one of the modeling agencies, Tanya Power Models, and (laughs) one of the bookers said, oh, Megan Gale is coming. She had just been launched with DJs. And that was my first, apart from the hey, hey thing, but this was kind of like, I'm out in your eye you've got your portfolio. I want to be, you know, this celebrity hair and makeup artist kind of thing. And I don't even think there was a title. I think Kevin Aquan, who was the god of that kind of transformation in the 90s, And then I saw, I think, Rachel Hunter, who had a yeah. full-time hair and makeup also. Mm. And I was like, oh, wow. I was like, could you imagine doing that? Imagine, imagine doing that. And so that kind of came And I remember meeting Megan and I was with my friend Jane and we're in this dressing room at David Jones. She was flying in from Perth. It was a big deal because she's doing the show. And we were role-playing. So Jane, I was oh, so yeah. nervous. Yeah. So my mate Jane's going, okay, I'm going to be Megan. 
and you'll be you and we're going to do this introduction. So as we're doing it, she oh, walked in. Oh, stop. Oh, she, was like, <laughs> she would oh not gosh. stop laughing. Oh she could gosh. not stop laughing about it. So then from there, it kind of, it just snowballed because a lot of celebrities know each other. And so it's word of mouth. It's word of mouth. Yeah. And this was still pre, I mean, this is probably dial up by then. Yeah. yeah. But it was that word of mouth. And then Megan I, I feel that a lot of those things, those lessons, and she was telling me about making hay while the sun shines and okay. and her kind of hustle. and Because and by that That's stage, she was international supermodel. Oh, she by was. That stage. She, 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 was she had a high profile in Italy, didn't yeah, she? she was, yeah, and she was talking about that and she mm. was talking about being that kind of not beauty being a curse, but it kind of was. And she said kind of, you know, being Polynesian, growing up, you know, in WA, being different and being this, but then someone saw that, but then also the frenzy of mm -hmm. Italy from a Vodafone commercial. So she was, my takeaway from her was really about dare to dream. Like yeah, she's like, no. here I am. Like I'm just, the, I'm just the girl from Perth who's just done good. But And she just went ahead and did it. And so she was very good in Those that. moments, isn't it, going, wow. That can happen. Yeah. People can do that Just shit. Like, yeah. it does happen. Yeah. Prior to that, though, Dale, it, it sounds to me like you didn't have a set career goal in mind, like when you started, mm -mm. you know, your apprenticeship, that basically you've just been hardworking and you've taken opportunities. Yeah. And I think that was it, keeping, you know, ear mm. to the ground, what's going on. Mm. Um, and I do, I love that thing of youth where you go, oh, yeah, like, you know, turn up with 20 oh, bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And yeah. you just did. And an opportunity knocked. And I, I felt that that's, and that's what it was. And just going, oh, yeah, someone wants you to do this. You want to do it? And you're like, oh, give it a go. And yeah. It just, that's so amazing. Cool. Yeah. And yeah. I, that I momentum. Feel, I think too, in the, yeah, the tenacity. Like, I, I feel mm. like I probably had... I had more tenacity then as opposed to maybe talent. And especially with makeup when I first started, and I apologise to people I probably just made look like. <laughs> I'll uh, bet you like, didn't. Like streetwalkers, I don't know. <laughs> but, but I'm looking, sure they would have done a worse job themselves totally right, now. Totally. Yeah. Looking back, though, uh, it was that. It was just that, that basic drive and tenacity and going, I'm 15, living out of home. What's that about, you know? And then, mm. but it kind I'm of, ready. I'm ready. I'm, I'm so done with this. And getting mm. the bus, and then I even remember, and I've told you this, Trish, because Trish is a client, comes in, has a hair done, and I told Trish, I used to have this client, so whatever the wages were, it wasn't even a hundred dollars. I mean, mm. my my rent was fifty. Yeah. You then you got your food, you got all your transport, you got to go out. You got to go out. Totally fifteen and hitting the clubs. But <laughs> I remember I'd have I worked at this shampoo and set salon, Gary's Hair Design, and. <laughs> This one client would come in and I'd be washing her hair and she'd be moaning and groaning the whole time while I'm washing her hair. Oh. But I get five bucks at the end of it. Oh. So for me, and then everyone would laugh at me and just go, oh, my God. And I'm like, five bucks is five bucks. It's yeah. now inflation, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. I mean, back then so. you could get dollar drinks too. Like, that's a night totally. out. Totally. And that mm. was. And I remember then I was working in an Italian restaurant at night, washing dishes to wow. hustle. And I think I've always just had an inner hustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah you have. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But it must have been like almost a bit surreal. I mean, I know you've done Hey Hey Saturday, but then to find yourself in a room with Megan Gale going, right, let's go. I've got to do this girl's hair yeah. and makeup like amazing because you're not hiding behind not I mean at least with nine you had a team mm. and I was really only doing hair and I would yeah. watch the makeup artist and even the backstory of that kind of growing up with being that kind of you know having the having the acne and having you know I had horrific acne as a kid and and I remember someone one of the girls one day actually just kind of put some concealer and kind of covered not covered my face but actually and from a distance I actually I, yeah. I kind of worked out the I, the correlation between 
that illusion of clear skin and confidence. Mm, yes. And so I look back now and that was a huge motivation of what got yeah. me into that industry to say, you know what, when people always tell me what they don't like about themselves, I'm like, I'm not interested. Tell me what you like about yourself. Yeah. And if mm. you can't find it, I'll help you find it. Yeah, it's so funny. It's mm. like our armour, isn't it? It is. Like, it you know, is. putting the yeah. lipstick on or yeah. what. Like us, look at us yeah, with our bright, bright lipstick. I remember I going into, <laughs> into the local coffee shop in the country town that I live in in Gatton and the lady behind the counter she said Trish I love your bright lipsticks mm. I said it's just what I do they suit you though <laughs> yeah. it's like if I'm feeling down or yeah. whatever mm. I just amazing. put the lipstick on to cheer me up there was a stage though whenever I put lipstick on really bright lipstick I felt like a drag queen mm. but now I've edged back into it yeah I reckon I can wear yeah. it now yeah, yeah. It's, it's really acceptable mm. now Dale I wanted to ask you with regards to your makeup did you just learn on the job like or no. did you do some training I, like, did, I did formal training it's gutsy because I would die if I had to do Megan Gale's makeup. Yeah, I would just be so going, that oh, must have been oh, intimidating, oh. like, you know, from coming from Italy okay. and Europe and supermodel and yeah. magazine covers yeah. and all so, of yes, that. So, yes, you've got the hair. Yeah. You've got that down pat. You yeah. know, you're very experienced at this stage. Yeah. But, you know, makeup's I, I had, a different I'd story. I studied the makeup, which was for Yeah, so I'd studied makeup in Sydney um, and I – I remember, I think I was not even a month in, and one of the lecturers said, is this what you really want to do? And I'm like, yeah. And it, to me, I'm like, I'm an adult, adult learning. Mm. I'm like, yeah. And she actually said, look, you're just not very good. Oh. Um, and I was like, really? Who said that? One of my lecturers. So I was like, <gasps> right, we're going to dob on you. Yeah. So I went and dobbed. I love that. I snitches get totally, stitches. Absolutely. So I'm like, mm. nah. Oh, no, so you're the dobber. Don't say Trish. Can you take stitches, that bit out? Totally, yeah, get it out. <laughs> and I went to whatever her name was, and she actually said, look, that's not acceptable. I was fortunate to have great lecturers, though. So one of the other yeah. lecturers, um, and she's still a dear friend of mine, Deb Monday, she was, she's just that gorgeous kind of classic rock chick, effortless, you know, Mossy before Mossy was a thing. Yes. And she goes, She's who I always yeah, wanted to be totally. by the sound of it. Yeah. yeah. And, she, and so Deb goes, do you a deal? She goes, you bleach my roots for me every four weeks. I'll give you private tuition. Oh. And I was like, oh, Deb. Yeah. And yeah. we're still mates to this day. She's yeah, the one that gorgeous. got me the MTV gigs. I actually, no, actually I got her a gig and then she ended up being the head of department and then gave me a gig, something like that. Um, but fortunately for Deb, she actually just went, no, I don't accept that someone would say that to you. Like, and like mm. she said, but you're coming from a male perspective where that was still very male-centric. Males mm. don't wear makeup. We've obviously, we were in a different era. And obviously, mm. you know, you had you had your, your Bowies and your boy George and yeah. things like that. But yeah. traditionally, day-to-day, -day, men didn't wear makeup in, unless it was in a media realm. Mm. So Deb really took me under her wing. And by the time I even finished, I, I think I dropped out because I had a job. I was working at yes. Sky. Yeah. I was at MTV. So I actually don't even think I finished. I didn't yeah. think yeah. I got my certificate. Yeah. So I, I am a beauty school dropout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you give the bird to that lecturer that said oh, that you were very know. good. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, get yeah. this. Tell us. So I was on a flight, oh, one of those twin engine kind of oh, crap flights. Yeah. And, Fuck a friendship. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> and this, this guy I was sitting next to, and this was the era, and you would remember in media, that people would have composite cards. like well, Oh, my gosh. Yes. The modeling. I once the had a comp card. <laughs> Let's do another. I think we all should still bring them out. Yeah. I and so. I had comp cards because you always just had to have one. That, that was your business card. And this guy I was chatting to and he said he was an art dealer. And I said, oh, okay. So we're chatting about art. And then he said, what do you do? And I said, oh, I'm a makeup artist. And I think even saying that, I used to always go, 
I'm a makeup artist. Yeah. And then I suddenly found my voice and went, I'm a makeup artist. And I think being male in a very female-dominated centric industry suddenly became this, like, I used to always find myself dumbing it down, dialing it back or defending wow. it. Mm. Oh, that would go, oh, you know, and I'd be like, yeah, I'm a makeup artist. And he goes, oh, my friend's a makeup artist. Mentions the person who said, is this really what you want to do? Friends with her. <gasps> and I'm like, oh, whip oh. out my card. And I went, Give that to her. I said, and tell her thanks for everything. Oh, sensational. I hope he did. I so do I. Mm, He probably did. What? That's the universe. Totally right. Mm, That is all of these lessons where I went, you know, what's what's the likelihood? And I love that the synchronicity of Mm -hmm. meeting this person and that person and and how it all keeps continuing on throughout your life. It's big lessons to learn in that. Don't burn your bridges. That's right. Or if you do, make sure, you know, yeah. a bit of petrol. on it. <laughs> make sure you burn them. Yeah. Make sure yeah. they're not rebuildable. They're totally. Yeah. <laughs> Delsa, you mentioned Megan Gale, but mm. are there any other pinch me moments that you experienced along the way? Yeah. Because I would surreal. imagine like. I think there's, yeah. there's been, yeah, there's been lots. Mm. I think pinch me, but. Also the lessons, looking back, and those takeaways. Teresa Palmer, um, meeting her and talking about that gusto or just that, not even bravado, it's not even bravado, it's basically that tenacity where, you know, I think she did a bit of drama at school, and but she said, Dale, I actually caught, so she did this independent movie that we were doing the um, press for in Adelaide, and she had said to me, Dale, this is how naive I was on how the industry actually works. She called like Nicole Kidman's agent. She's like, oh, hi, it's Teresa Palmer. I want to be an actor. And can I just send you through my stuff? And hence, I yeah. saw her movie and she obviously is so super talented. But she said, you know, I thought, you know, I'm not NIDA trained. I had thought this was the prerequisite. And she did the same thing. When I was on working on McLeod's Daughters with my dear friends. Stop yeah, it. I was, and this, she was, so by the time I was there, we worked out that Rachel, so Rachel Capani, so yeah. um, Jodie Fountain. <laughs> Jody, yeah, no. Jodie Fountain. And it's when you do, go. Do you think she'd like to be my friend? Oh, she, Jodie's a ripper. Yeah. Not Jodie, okay, Rachel. Cool. <laughs> Jodie Fountain. And yeah. when they actually worked out, because she's like, I'm out, and the show was, you know, they, they, I think they killed her off. I think she went into witness protection. <laughs> and then they had to bring her back. Then they had to bring her back because they realised that she was so the much only. Drama. She was the illegitimate McLeod or something. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. I do recall that. Jode and I, and so being on set out there. Yes, the father. um, Oh, that's it, yeah. Yeah. And look, I I have to admit, even I I, I was kind of, I've watched enough to know, I feel, you know, how it started, how it ended. But even like working with Rach. Oh, see, I didn't miss an episode, don't I? I'm all over it. But tragic. Because yeah. at that stage of my life, I just moved out to the farm. So, you know, you, was, wanted, yeah, you needed yeah. some company. Well, you, but I didn't have the hot neighbours, though. I was a bit disappointed. No. Aaron Jeffries wasn't, you know. She, my neighbour didn't wasn't have sheep dagging. <laughs> <laughs> but I think even talking to Rach and, and that relationship I had with her is realising that people, they will glorify, um, say, an actor or someone of celebrity status and treat them differently. But watching how... Celebrities, and you know, some of them will actually say, "I don't see myself as a celebrity. I'm in the I'm in the public eye." But how gracious they were, and how how nice they were, and even Teresa talking about Rachel mm. Capani, who helped her, saying, "Oh, baby, baby, this is what you do. You go down here, and if you've got to do a piece to camera to send to LA, this is how you do it." And Teresa's like, oh, "Rachel Capani helped me do that." And I'm mm. like, "So it's all those stepping stones. It's all about you know, in order to get what you want, you've got to get. You know what I mean? You know, what's the saying? It's um basically that if if you whatever you want, you've got to give to get." 
Yeah. yeah. You've got pay to, it to forward. Get, pay it forward. And yeah. so mm. all of those things. So, yeah, I was doing lots with the advertiser, doing the fashion pages. Sophie Monk was a great yeah. one as well. I remember doing my first music video with her and oh, I'm well. like, uh, and we used to call each other Dork, and she, I'm like, she's like, what's oh wrong with you, Dork? Oh, my gosh, I could imagine her saying yeah, that. Yeah, she's like, what's wrong Brilliant. with you, Dork? And I said, I just feel like a fraud, like someone's going to walk in and go, what are you doing here? And Because I'd never done a music video. But she was in Adelaide, did hair and makeup. She'd gone solo, and she's like, you're really good at this. And I'm like, what? She goes, hair and makeup. You can do both really well. Yeah. She said, typically I find they either do one really well and one yep. not. She said, if you're over in Melbourne or Sydney, she goes, call my agent and I will use you. And I was like, again, back to that. I'm quite literal, so I'm like, all right, you said it. So mm. I'm on the phone to my manager going, oh, hi, it's Dale, like Sophie said. Yeah. And she did. And I, then my next thing was Logies. And I actually, I, I did oh actually, airbrushing was a new thing. And I, there's a photo, it's online. I actually, I airbrushed her legs so gold. She looks like a gold log. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so. Did you all listen to? <laughs> Oh I will God. send it to you both. Okay. Yeah. We might put it up on the yeah. uh, so, socials. So when I say find your light, I literally mean it. You <laughs> need good light to put makeup on. Otherwise, you know, you could, there's, there's some disaster. Yeah. Gosh, that's brilliant. So talking about all these people, Dale, and you've obviously worked with so many celebrities, is there anyone that you've been particularly starstruck by or do you still get starstruck? I don't know whether I get starstruck as much as... I kind of see it for what it is. I, there's the, I think it's more, it's funny as in like Rosario Dawson, who was, by the, when I met her, it was like, I think she'd done like Josie and the Pussycats and she wasn't really that nice. So she came out to Australia for a magazine called Organic Style and we traveled around South Australia. So I spent days with her. Um, and it was more so, it was that experience. It was a little bit like, oh, you're an international and doing those internationals. But it's more about just being on your game and being, I, I found it was more the respect what are their wants? What are their needs as in basics and communication? I found mm -hmm. that as in, you know, as opposed to going, here's what I'm going to do for you, actually listening to what they're wanting, what they normally do. I do, I know you just had Amber on the potty and probably, you know, I've known Amber for years and meeting Crown Princess Mary of Denmark. Yeah. Um, that was a big one. Yeah. That was a big one when she opened the door when I was going to do Amber's glam for her 40th. And then she's like, Mary, I'm in the door. Come into the door. <laughs> and there's Mary. Mary, get the yeah, door, will you? It was. It's just oh bossing her. Get me coffee. And she's like, hello. And I'm like, hi. <laughs> hi. So that was a little bit of a Megan Gale kind of, you know, yeah. kind of tail ending. I think one of the other ones would have been I, I toured with Andrea Bocelli oh, wow. for almost two years with Delta because we were doing Asia and so she would oh, you know, wow. do she would do gigs with him. And again, that moment and, and those takeaways of going, I'm actually pinched myself having dinner with Andrea Bocelli and his girlfriend at the fiance girlfriend at the time in some amazing restaurant that I'm like, I haven't got the money to pay for this. I yeah. hope someone's gonna pick the tab up. <laughs> yeah. But listening to him talk about the discipline. The mm. discipline of voice or the yep. discipline of self. And so all of these moments, it's so not many. just kind of going in. I do actually in the buy, there's one that I actually, when you do Starstruck, Joanna mm. Lumley. Oh. So she's not in there. We need to update it. Yeah. Yes. Joanna, that was, and you know when they go, never meet your idol? Yes. But it was everything. It was everything. I, I turned up and my agent at the time had said to me, and because I, I kind of stepped away from that world. I, I, this was when I was kind of 
had left, not left it, you never leave it, but I I wasn't actively pursuing it because I'm now, yeah. you know, full You're a bit done with it yeah, at that time. Yeah, just totally. And she was saying to me, I've got this, you know, I've got this gig, I can't tell you who it is, but it's really, it's really big and you're going to want to do it. And then scheduling, and I was getting these emails back and forth in the correspondence and I said, look, I'm out. I said, it, it just sounds a bit difficult. I said, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't subscribe. I said, that's mm. icky, I don't want to do it. And she's like, no, you're really going to want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, 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 thank you, no. And they said, no, no, you're really going to do it. And then I said, look, just tell me who it is. And, I, and it was Joanna Lumley. So I've rocked you say, up. Yes, absolutely. Totally. Did yeah. you just start sweating? Yeah. Oh, so I remember, <laughs> I remember turning up. And I they, almost feel nervous just hearing the so story. Do like I. I'm going to meet him myself. So I'm thinking about how I would react. Oh, uh, it was it was a little bit of a because I had looked her. I've read her book. Yeah, I've watched her series. Obviously, Abfab, yeah. Back to Avenger, everything. Like I just, She's you know, awesome. I actually I said to her at one stage, I think I know more about you than you, right? mm, just yeah. secretly. So I remember getting that, and I probably spent more time waiting than I did working and I'm very respectful of people's space you don't want to be in someone's dressing room or green room before they walk in I'll set up and then I'll remove myself because I just think that's it's kind yeah. of like, who's this guy mm. so I was able to observe and she kind of came in and she just has this knack of making anyone feel who she makes eye contact with it's like instant love it's like oh, I love you <sighs> and I watched her and that's male or female mm. who would just stand there and she is so giving and so nice. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just sitting on the couch watching all these transactions. Then her aide or her manager, then they leave me in and she she was so warm and so lovely. And she said to me, you know, I'm, if you don't mind, I'm going to do my own makeup because, you know, I, 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 would, I did some modelling in the 60s and I'm like, uh-huh. And then so I did her hair and, and she's like, oh, it's fantastic. And we're chatting about Australia. And she's like, Kylie, because Kylie must have been touring. So she's like, and, and, and Kylie, little Kylie brought me out on stage at her concert. And she said, oh, Dale, she goes, I was so, she says, I was so worried. I was thinking, everyone's going to think, who's this big old drag queen on the stage? Oh, and I'm like, oh, stop. So we talked about travel and we talked about so many different things. And again, just in that 20 minutes, I felt like it was so nice and that connection and real things. And she just said to me, I said, look, I'll see you at the end and before you come back because she was doing something for David Attenborough, comes back and she was kind of going, oh, I'm doing this for Sir David Attenborough. And oh I'm like, God. you are Dame <laughs> Joanna. Yeah. And so she, I said, look, I'll see you when you come back because I'll do final touch-ups. And she's like, no need. And I'm like, oh, no, but I kind of don't get paid if I don't. And she's mm. like, no, no. She said, I love what you've done. Thank you. Then I actually realised it was the nicest way of telling me basically to F off. Like, I don't want to see you when I get back here. And it was so nice. And then she came back in and I've never been the selfie person because we're always taught in that realm, you never ask yeah, for a photo. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. So she, I asked if we could have a photo together and it was just a really good, probably I waited for two hours, spent 25 minutes with her. But mm. that takeaway of, of the warmth and the heart and the generosity and just all of those things were so real. And the other one I remember is um, Kerry Armstrong. She was the same. I met her okay. on um, a press junket for a movie and she actually, we both did this weird thing. We said, have we met? And I'm like, wow. no, we haven't. It mm. was such a connection. And she said, thank you for spending. And it was, it was, they're my takeaways where I go, I think that disarms. And I think when you're going in with a, that attitude of you don't have to lord yourself over someone or you don't have to be lorded over, if you're mm-hmm. going in with just pure intent, mm. those takeaways can be beautiful where you're going yeah. Oh, wow, that was really genuine. And to meet those people Mm. who are just so humble and generous and down to earth. And there's a, there there is the reverse of those, but you yeah. Know. Any yeah. Uh, <laughs> that leads me to my next question, Dad. Inside info on celebs: the good, the bad, the ugly. And if you want to hear more about Dale's inside info, we'll be right back after this. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Frank. Right. Oh no, you're right, Mel. It's, it's how you make people feel and... and if you, if I really am truthful and look back to the very start, that correlation of how someone made me feel where I actually went, my skin looks this way and that confidence. So when people say mm. makeup is just or hair is just, I'm like, no, it's not. And then working through, I remember when Delta went through cancer um, and yeah. organising her wig for her that she wore to the Arias and, and those moments and even clients who've gone through cancer where I've said, okay, mm. this is stages and, and helping them get wigs or what can we do with growing your mm. hair back and having a plan. There is a big human element and, and there is we do have that attachment mm. to beauty and to hair and, and what we place on it. So, there's yeah, there's a huge correlation to going it's not just, you know, it's not just a, a glam. Um, it's, it's really no. deeping in, <clears throat> uh, deep diving into people's personal insecurities and yeah, vulnerabilities. Yeah. Well, it's, apart from a doctor, you're right up there. Yeah. Dr. Agani, you're, that's as close as you're getting. Like mm-hmm. you are right in someone's grill and so yeah, yeah, they yeah. do. And typically I will find clients do it where I've had clients say, I can't even look at myself in the mirror. And I'm just Aww. going, wow. Yeah. Uh, or saying, you know, this is what I don't like. And I go, okay. but And this, and Deb taught me this when in makeup. She said, always approach your makeup from a positive because if you approach it from a negative, you'll get a negative result. So if someone tells you what they don't like, you're going to focus on trying to rectify or correct. And when we're talking even in makeup terms where from an education point of view, when I was educating makeup and you're teaching through like manuals and they would say, this is a corrective makeup technique. Um, and I'd say, no, we need to reword that. There's mm, nothing yep. wrong. So to correct would say there's something wrong. There is nothing wrong with there. Or so they'd say, okay, so like body shapes, we'd have face shapes. They'd go, you're a heart, you're a square, you're a diamond. Mm. No, I'm not. I'm a face. I'm three-dimensional. I'm a face. Mm. This is what it is. And they would go, the ideal face shape. Well, does, oh, that, mean, does no. that not make it ideal? So yeah, yeah. this is why I feel, well, even way back when, it was just kind of like we were just either boxing or saying this was the idea. It's like there is no ideal. Yeah, Celebrate so that with someone what we don't see where, you know, big lips back in the day, people that go, oh, you know, I just want to minimize my lips because they're too big. And or you know, and now you're kind of going, everyone's getting injectables for that. Yeah. Or it was kind of that that shame that people would feel about, you know, yeah. skin color or mm-hmm. anything. So I, I kind of learned that language where it was rephrasing. So I, even with my students, I was able to then say to them, we don't use words like corrective. We use words like balance yeah. and also to so someone goes, look at my skin, it's awful. And you go, what's awful about it? Or being able to identify, they might go, I've got this massive spot, but I'm like, but it's one spot. So let's trick the eye and do something else. So if you've got this mm-hmm. here, we're going to do this. So even those years of working, you know, with Delta is, there was so many lessons in that. That's a whole, that's. It's a whole episode. Mm. <laughs> but again, those takeaways and celebrating the good, but even working with her and that was a, you know, when I finally, I worked with her for years and years mm-hmm. and years and lived in America and did all that. But 
doing all the glam for the red carpets and sometimes where you're you are it is that and she, she's saying it about you know it becomes kind of about armor or it does become that mask and it is that protection and i do know when you're getting a celebrity ready so once i'm done i'm kind of done you might be there for a touch-up but they're the ones that have to go out and face the media mm. or you've got it you're getting yelled at from a media wall or you've yeah. got you know all those critics they've got to wear that face and be right. that person yeah, yeah and i get it so once they actually want to remove that and ricky really taught me that as well because ricky Ricky just loves glam, loves it. And she would always, you know, say to me, I just love, love, love it. She's embraced. She says, I've got the freckles, I've got this. And it's not a flaw. It's not a mm. flaw. It's actually things that, you know, in other cultures or we would go, oh, my God, that's so beautiful. You've got freckles. Yeah. Or, so Ricky. Know, Ricky Lee. There we she's go. one of my favorites. Ricky and I, Rick and I have known, I, when she was in the, she, do you remember Young Divas? Yeah, yes, sure I do. was the fifth diva, and then so <laughs> she left I and I left. So you know, yeah. we both left the building at the same time. Yeah, okay. Um, and we were doing a video called oh, I think it was Searching. It was called Searching, and we used to call it. And it was that. It was Jack, a, I can't remember that one. A, Could you give me a few lines of that? Oh, I was, I was a, it was an eighty song Searching, looking for love, oh, yeah. uh, and we used to say Searching, looking for lunch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so Rick and I were looking for lunch. We oh left. Oh my gosh! And she was another one. So Ricky, Ricky, would just became a firm, firm friend. We still communicate. It's just you know, and her and I would talk about that where she loves a big dress up and a big drag queen, but she doesn't hide behind it. Mm. She goes, you know, I'll strip it back. This is my hair. This is what it looks like. You know, yeah. it's ten packets of hair extensions, and she'll show it. And I, I applaud that in anyone now to be able to go. You know, yeah. I mean, because I can't, I can't leave the the house without a full face of makeup. I'm like, like do, yeah, you know, I do. Wow, that's confronting. <laughs> I generally have makeup on. Mm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I would at least have a bit of tinted moisturiser. That's it. Yeah, or sunscreen. Those like, alternatives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's so yeah. many alternatives I don't now. go the full full mask all oh, the time. Oh, no, I'm far no. Too going, out, that. going out for a surf in my full face. Totally. <laughs> Lipstick. No, no I don't no. do that. If you go no. see Melinda on a Friday morning heading for a surf swim with her. <laughs> I, I have to admit, <laughs> one of my favourite, favourite things, I still love watching people do makeup in the car, in the rear vision. Oh, oh I, I did yeah. that at the lights coming into Brisbane. Yeah. I put the lippy on. Love it. remember did you what? tell me though? Do you both do the mascara thing? You have to have your mouth open. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. What's and now <laughs> I've got this whole midlife thing where my eyelids, my eyelids are starting to droop. So it's like I'm trying to put the mascara on and I can't see. So I haven't got my little magnifying have mirror. You seen those ones so in the hard. chemist where you can flip a? Oh, no, I need those. Yeah, I'll get my, an old friend of mine, Franny, got them. I'll yeah, I think I need those because I'm in all sorts at yeah. the moment. Yeah. All sorts. All sorts but, of stripes. Um, I was just, the last story about putting makeup on all the time. <laughs> Mel and I used to paddle outriggers years ago, like back 80s, 90s? 90s. 90s. And one of our friends who is gorgeous and one of our 50s tribe, Verge, she used to turn up at what, yeah. 5 a.m. in the morning with red lips red and earrings in. Red lippy she and earrings. She is dedicated. She will be listening. Verge, we loved it. We love oh, you. Still love we it. Appreciate you. <laughs> Your dedication <laughs> to the glam. That's commitment. Yeah. That is commitment. Loved and it then. Love it now. Looking back, um, <laughs> I wonder so. if we could. Verge, I hope you don't mind me telling this story. But <laughs> and then cross training, we used to swim laps at the pool, and Verge yeah. would wear a g-string bikini so she get a tan <laughs> at the time. She did. Dedication, Verge. Double love duty. You. I love that. Double yeah. duty. And that's what I say in beauty. Double duty, beauty. 
Because when you've got a product like a tinted moisture that's got your SPF, that's got all that, it's a makeup alternative, all those things that actually do double duty for you. Okay, love yeah. It. Love a bit of Burt's Bees, anything with oh, that kind of thing. Yes. You can get that bit of glam, you can swipe that on your lips, your cheeks. or Multi-purpose. When, yeah, and when people actually say with a product, they'll go, I didn't know, but it says it's for your lips. And I'm like, this cream blush, I'm like, it's lipstick that's melted in a pot, don't get yeah, sucked in. Yeah, eyeshadow, So even with things like that, it's everything. like you can just, you know, yeah. Double duty. Double duty beauty. Double duty beauty. beauty. Say it fast. It's like double duty beauty, no? I don't think I could say it. But that's their things I look at. And and lifestyle is Aussie women and men, no one teaches you these things. Like my sister was like Dolly. So I'd be pouring over a Dolly, like reading Dolly Doctor, and she's, you know, trying to recreate. Oh, it would have been whoever the Dolly cover girl. Alison Bray Daddo, who That's we've, it. That's who who we've um, had oh, on the potty, who's, yeah, love divine. Love, yeah. Love. Nicole Kidman, she was also, because uh, right. I used, I was an avid oh, reader of Dolly. God. I found some in an op shop a while ago. <gasps> yeah. And oh, I found myself score. going straight for Dolly Doctor. Oh, yeah. Who was Dolly Doctor? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. One of the journalists. I think I could possibly have been there with my life experience. But I remember my sister coming out and it was always, Get that muck off your face. My, my dad or my mum, you look like mm. a street walker or whatever. So no one actually taught it's lovely. you. So it's always good to get a compliment from it, your family exactly, like that. Exactly. <laughs> and it was literally a full face of just foundation and mm. eyeliner. That yeah, was it. And it yeah. was that real kind of, oh, you look like a mole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Puberty blues. Yeah, your mole. Oh it my was. Gosh. It was the mole era. And yeah. so no one actually ever taught the you. The mole era. And then I think the 80s, we threw everything at it. Mm. You're like, up yourself, your mole. Totally. And there yeah. was everything. It was it was blue light disguise. It was. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. was. It so- was Revlon, Cerise, mm-hmm. lipstick, yep. and mm. electric blue. Yeah. Eyeshadow yeah. with matching mascara. So all balanced, you know. Mm. It's all about balance. All about <laughs> yeah. And then looking at the 90s trend where mm. we went so minimal and then we started looking at some of those 80s celebrities where everyone's saying, God, they look so young. And this is where people talk to me about, oh, if I had the money, I would, you know, if I won lotto, I would get this done and I'd get this done. And I, and right. I, I just go, <clears throat> let me save you a shit ton of money. Okay, yeah. Learn how to do your makeup. Great. Learn what balance is. You know, We've all been through the era, unfortunately, I mean, you probably, you know, with the, the no eyebrow. The, we had the Brooke oh, Shields, then we had the Mossy, yes. then we had, it was pencil thin. and Yes, I remember that. And now Was that I think, 70s, 60s, 70s? 70s, we did but it, 70s, yeah. It came back, yeah, I remember. 90s. Mm-hmm, it mm. did, I remember that. Well, I never did it. Because oh, no. imagine growing these black eyebrows. I've done it to a few, but see, that yeah. was the whole thing. And then everyone with the Brooke Shields, but even with hair, when we're perming, I remember my sister mm. was somewhere and, oh, she just, she was labouring over, do I get my Tina Arena wash and wear perm for summer? <laughs> that was her summer thing. Do do I perm the fringe or not? Uh, the dilemma, right? For the right character. How, how does <laughs> seriously? How does it the perm fringe go? This is it because she didn't want it to spring up as much. Because you remember you had the you'd like have that you'd leave the rest curly, but the yeah. front you would blow dry and yeah. had that V kind of yeah. thing. So, so I had like, long straight hair, mm. but yeah, I had the V, and then half would go back, half would go front, and then yeah, you'd do so the hair that's palm it. scrunch. So her dilemma was when I come out of the water, if I see a boy, but I've got wash and wear perm at the back, but straight fringe. Oh, so should I, should yes. I do the fringe? But then you're worried about shrinkage. So then yes. you're going off oh, this like, the, the, the look. You know, these yeah. these were real issues back then. Real uh, issues. Totally. And if you see a boy, and I remember we were getting in the car Ooh. one day, or my mum and dad were yelling, going, get in the car. Yeah. And so she was so <laughs> desperate to, and there were those curling irons 
and they had the oh little, my gosh, had, I had, oh yes, and, and had water steam in the end. on the end. What's that about? Why yeah. do we need water? So she is there, and she must have put it on the bed. And this was eighties, and she had leg warmers, big tights <laughs> underneath, yeah. some little short skirt, and she put, of course, <gasps> she put a hot curling iron on your bed. Yeah. sat on it. Oh. It fused to her bum cheek, and she got up, and the curling one's there, and no. I remember, and she's like. I was like, why were you being so stupid curling your hair? We're only going to wherever we're going. And it was just boy crazy, but it was all yeah. about you have to make the fringe right. But, yeah, it stuck a curling one to her bum. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. Still scared? See? And this is oh, why now I always go, you know, careful with your electrical tools. Yeah, I'm oh thinking, God, so how true. did they remove can, it? I've, I've burnt my fingers on my hair Oh, I have too. Right now. Mm. So I did times. it the other day. Yeah. yeah one time. of my friends did the other day mm. and it looked like a hickey. And she's like. Oh, oh. no, mine was my hand. I burnt my fingers oh. on my, yeah. Oh, no, my friend yeah. was on the phone. Straightening her hair, like Michelle, do. who you were yeah. going to get to meet. Um, same thing, and she sent me a photo. She says, "This look like a hickey." I'm like, mm. "Is it?" And then she's like, "No, I was straightening my hair, and I'm on the phone." I said, "Too many details." I said, "I think it is a hickey." She's like, "No, it's not." And I'm like, "But it looks like one." She goes, "I'm going to get a big presentation." And it's tomorrow. A quite a big oh, story. Mm. It's quite a big story that you're good. creating. So she then. came in for a hair the other day. I said, "Do you want me to match the other side?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she declined. Oh, a party <laughs> sense of adventure. So let's talk midlife, mm. okay, because that's where we are. That's where mm-hmm. we are. Yeah. So how? I, I do think we're going to have to get Dave. Uh, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I have been called Daryl, Dave. I have, thank you. Doug? Oh, my. Doug, have you ever been I Doug? I think actually, mm. I, when I actually, I don't know whether we talk about other people's fun, but when I did the Mamma Mia, I think someone, in, they introduced me as Dave. Nikki picked up. Oh. Me. My gosh. Nikki wrote, hey, Dave. I was like, oh. or Daryl Dorling or, yeah. I get a few. Um, I think we need to get Dale back in <laughs> so we can talk more about makeup. Yes. Yeah, more specifically. But to tide us over, mm. yeah, yeah, I think we need, you know, some advice. For yeah, us, yeah. Advice so women. your critical tips, I suppose, for us, what would you what would you give us for hair and makeup hair and in ma- midlife? I, I just, I we're so lucky now with technology, um, chemicals in the right way for hair, in that we can, you know, we're not doing ironing board and brown paper. We're doing, we can actually <laughs> relax hair properly and we're not torturing and we can use heat protectant and we have all these things. Um, in terms of, I think a lot of it with with skin and face is it really is having that that look at yourself going, what what do I like about myself firstly? Then we can start looking at texture. So that's a really big thing for me where people go, I hate my skin. And they might say, you know, I've got broken capillaries or I've got sunspots or I've got this. And I'll say to them, but the texture of your skin is amazing. So they're things too that can be treated. We are so fortunate now that we have medical grade skin treatments and we we actually have a, a clinic next to the salon that actually do that to treat that to be able to go. There's so many options before someone actually goes. I need to do the full, you know, face lift or faces. There are topical creams, there are lasers, there are things that can do things. And if that's a concern to someone that yep. they say I've got, you know, age spots, and you know, to me, I'm like, someone did it to me the other day. They went, no, that's a liver spot, that's an age spot. I'm like. That's not, it's a sunspot. Zap it off. <laughs> but we can do those things. And then I think once you're happy with that, but even prior to that, so budgetary wise, so if someone says, you know, I oh, will, celebrities can afford this or they get this, but there is so much now that we've bridged that gap between professional grade makeup, professional grade skincare, which is now affordable, where we can still have those active and base ingredients in something you can get from a chemist warehouse or a price line. I really feel it's it's getting a good skincare regime to start. That will do a lot. So, mm-hmm. you know, you can go on and see a traditional facialist, see a medical grade 
facialist, someone mm-hmm. who can actually, a skincare professional that's med, they're working with medical grade products. So okay, yep. that's very result driven. Your offshoot from that is then it's obviously, it's about the sun protection. And that's why I yeah, say well, one yeah. of the best things is yep. just sunscreen, 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 sunscreen. It's all of that. And then invest. So kind of work out your budget. So it's not having, you don't have to mortgage to get decent products. So get those BB creams, get those CC creams, get the tinted moisturizers that do the double duty mm-hmm. that give you the hydration, the moisturizer, the protection, and just put a veil on you don't put a mask on so even when i'm doing someone's face i'll say do a mask or do this and it's timing as well so talking Mm. to my clients and going depending on their lifestyle they'll say dal i've got 10 minutes i'm going to say okay i'm going to show you how to use your 10 minutes great wisely yeah so you're not trying to do a whole face in 10 minutes so yeah it's good advice a Mm. lot of us Mm. in midlife now went through the era of the 80s and 90s, not necessarily the 90s mm. because it went paired mm. back, but the 80s, it was oh, like I remember remember the Shiseido, mm. we used pants, to call yeah. it the, the clag. Hand stick. We, <laughs> the hand, yeah. My friend Simone, we always used to laugh because it was like the clag. So mm-hmm. we had like the little, the the little compact one and every Friday night we'd go out and dance and every Saturday morning I'd look at my little Shiseido thing and I'm 15 smashed <laughs> again. I'd be like, no, not enough. Another one. And I even love that. The sponge just got left in. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was disgusting. It's basically, it's a cesspool yeah. for bacteria, but you were just, yeah. Yeah. It was called Power Foundation. Out on the grog, yep. dropped it, I remember it, smashed it. Yep. So many of yep. them. But things like that where it was just. Clog you know, all those pores yeah. right People up. People would go, here's your here's your foundation, here's your matching powder. Yeah. So things like oh, that. Yeah. So to me, I, I like things like start with a veil. Or So if someone says to me, my big thing too is so as we age, if someone said, Dow, my brows aren't what they were, whether it, that could have been through a number of things, over tweezing, whatever. But I always say put back in to your face or put back onto your face what would occur, should occur, did occur. So if you're then looking at it going, someone says brows. We are so fortunate now that, you know, I, I've seen brow tattoos that are so good mm. that you I can't pick whether it's hair. So if I say oh, okay. to someone, if someone says, I've got 10 minutes, I go, right, first thing, let's just do your brows. Let's yep. get your brows mm. framed. I might then say to them, get a lash perm or like showing them how to curl their lashes, curl and mascara and do a basic veil, get a balance. So it's, it's really about a balancing act, get that on first. Then from there, if they're wanting to add. Yep. That yep. you can add. So when people come in for makeup lessons, I, that's what I will do with them. I start right, and I love going through people's makeup. Oh my god, I'm so doing yeah, a lesson. No, uh, not, I was not looking. Trisha's though after she told that story. No, <laughs> <laughs> no it's all right. It's all smashed. It's gone. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, look, I would, I'd, I'd give it a good clean up before I came in. <laughs> but I saw that when I was doing research on you, and I loved that mm. you do those makeup classes. I just think oh. it's brilliant because I think that we learn things across the years mm. that we keep a hold of. Mm-hmm. But I think that I always laugh about the glory days, and oh, you yeah. see people oh. that are rocking oh. that '80s look. And it obviously worked for them then and they just don't want to let it go. But yeah. we need to let it go totally, and move yeah. on. I, too, I just think of my Auntie Pam and my <laughs> You know, we <laughs> all, we're all thinking of someone it. right now. Totally, yeah. it was that. But, and it wasn't. It's not those glory days where it's, it then starts. And it's the same with clothing. Like, yes, yeah. things come back or you might go, no, why keep that? That shouldn't be, that's not, you know, uh, I, I might fit into it or I don't fit in. It's actually going, no, move it on. We have yeah. new textures. We have new formulations. Mm. We have all of these things. And it is about veiling and it's about, as I said, you you add, you add, not adding layers as much as you're just adding 
textures and it, I, it's, it sounds trippy, but it's not being about trippy, but it's actually saying to someone, please don't wear this as a mask. I want you to actually, mm. when someone, and that, and when someone gets a compliment and how we receive the compliment. And yeah. I know in the salon where Christian will walk past and say, you know, with the client, if I'm doing a makeup lesson, he could be doing his client and he'll walk over and he'll just go, wow, because I actually make my client do the other half of their face. I'll yeah. do half and yep. then we video oh, okay. everything. So if they want to go back, I can, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Really? I talk products and I'll go. Yep. And I, I think the expectation come, sometimes can be, oh, you're going to be using this. I'll be like, no, that's Maybelline or that's Flower Beauty or that's mm. yeah. um, Nude by Nature. I, I, I'm not a brand snob. No, I don't yeah, believe no. in that because if mm. someone says to me, my budget is this, then conversely, I've had clients come in and I think um, I, you responded, Trish, and it was someone had all this Victoria Beckham makeup, and I'm like, oh my god, I haven't even seen this, and mm. I was going for it, going, oh, this is so fantastic, you know? This yeah, I know. Yeah, I yeah, saw yeah, it online, oh. but mind you, I went in and I couldn't get mm. it. There was the oh. I tried to get the eye crayon, I right. couldn't get it. Mm. No, so I think- but as you <clears> said, <throat> then the lady at Sephora sold me their their brand yeah. of what? She, uh, it was just gel like a, a, a gel eyeliner, and she said it's made in the same factory is, as yes. Dior. Yeah, exactly. So it would be what exactly is a the gel eyeliner? Oh, it's better. Okay. I, I, oh no, I'm I, just going to say I, this. Okay, say it. A gel based products. So when people come in, and I, you know, it's probably not. I probably should say it a bit nicer, but no, don't I, just say I actually, how you I, say. One of my, I didn't say that. I actually stole this from someone else, right? Because yeah. when gel products first come out, gel dries and it doesn't budge, so it's indelible almost until you remove it. So it's great for our climate. So it's a good climate control product. And one of my clients messaged me. And she's like, "Oh my god, this is like shit on a blanket. You can't get it off." <laughs> and I, I couldn't stop laughing. And I went, "I probably wouldn't." And she's like. It just wouldn't budge. She said it was on for days. And I'm like, okay, we probably should, a little bit of oil will remove that. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a great product as in we have so many different textures. So if a client says to me, I don't wear eye makeup, eye makeup anymore, Dale, because it just slides all over my face. And I'm like, well, now we have a gel mm-hmm. base. And again, I think that once we get to a certain age, because, you know, it's, whether it's raising kids or it's doing all these things where they actually women negate and, yeah, neglect. They neglect mm-hmm. that part of it or... They, they cower with the compliment and that eye contact sometimes where you go, you look gorgeous. And mm-hmm. and then when they're actually looking down and I'm like, no, I, I, I want you to look at me and I want you to, to see what I, I see. You look gorgeous. Mm-hmm. You look gorgeous before, but with this, it's augmentation. It's not a mask. And mm-hmm. I, that's, that's that big takeaway where I actually went, it's not just makeup. It's I know what it can make people feel. Yeah, so true. Um, and when clients come back in and they say, because I let them video anything, I'm like, yeah, do what you want, you know, write yeah. the products down, take photos. And they come back in and just went, that was so much fun. But also for me, it's not just, yes, one, it's my job, but mm. two, that I actually feel really honestly edified when they walk out and I go, they have, so, they yeah. actually, they look two foot taller. They feel, yeah. and we're like, you know, and Christian always goes, you better be taking this out tonight. And they're like, yeah. Mm. Oh, I love that. I'm, I'm, I'm going Just out. instilling that confidence in them that they can do it. Yeah. Because yeah. it was there, you know. It is so go, beautiful. It was there. And it, it's, it's, it's going, oh, gosh, I look now and think it is. I think people are, people are thriving and doing so. They're just, and that's because of community. Yeah. I think mm. everything from yeah, exactly what girls, can I call you girls? Yeah. Girls. Please, girls. please do. I just think our family just goes, we're girls. <laughs> <laughs> Everything like that, it's conversation. And I'm so fortunate and kind of what we were talking about before with, you know, celebrity, non-celebrity, client, it's conversation and it is an investment. And Trish, you know this as a client when, and I'll have a client say to me, 
oh, how do you remember that from six months ago? Because it's an investment. I'm mm. invested in them, not just necessarily with their hair, but also those things where it's it's the intimacy where they're coming in and sharing. Sometimes we can be having laughs. The next time they can be talking breakups. They can be talking this. But there is an, an intimacy and a trust mm. with a client, and it's not it's not just hair and makeup. It, it's, mm. It's, mm. it is a relationship of kind. Yeah, so we have exactly. spoken about makeup. Let's talk quickly mm. about hair. Mm. In midlife, like mm-hmm. I, I, we know that we we need to let go of the of the eighties perm and mm-hmm. <laughs> things like that, and Tell the, us, the integrity of our hair, you know, mm, is changing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. because although my hair looks beautiful and golden brown, mm. it's actually white at the roots. <laughs> oh, look, my mm. my alopecia is out of control, so my hair is absolutely out of control, completely. But let's move on from that because it's not about me. Like generally, <laughs> well, talked about that. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. But generally, what sort of things should we be doing and, you know, or styles to avoid or how do we best enhance ourselves mm. as midlife women yep. with our hair? Yep. I always think, you know, inspiration, aspiration, so people can come in with photos, but be realistic as to what you are prepared to do and what you're not going to do. So when I have a client come in and go, here's my inspo, and you're like, okay, so this is what, are you a blow dryer? Do you do this? And they're like, no, I don't mm. own a blow dryer. I don't do this. So texturally, and hair to me is a fabric. So I'm looking at going, okay, what will this fabric do? So if someone says, you know, I wear linen, that creases, well, I don't, wouldn't, wouldn't wear linen. I want something that's not going to look like I've slept in it. So same thing with hair to go, how often are you shampooing? What are you doing? What's your regime? How much time are you willing to spend? So looking at their natural texture, then being able to remedy it a lot with product. So, mm-hmm. you know, curls. So, you know, I remember people were straightening their hair for years and now everyone's in this, there's this whole curly girl movement and saying, you know, curls need moisture. So educating clients on what their hair is. So, you know, looking at your hair now, I go, mm. it's gorgeous because you've got that beachy kind of kind of vibe going. So to that, it needs moisture. So just, just scrunching in, scrunch, 80s, scrunching <laughs> in a bit of moisture. Mm. Uh, we've even rediscovered mousse. Christian's all about mousse at the moment. Everyone's getting mousse in the hair because when, God, mousse was the best. Like, oh, remember? <laughs> It was yeah. so yeah. good. We so, all had moose. Moose. So you yeah. put, it's using it where you need it. So if a client comes in and says, my concern is I'm flat on the top. Or yes. say they might go, I, I feel like I'm losing hair on the top. So they want volume there, but they've right. got lots some, somewhere else. I'm like, well, don't don't volumize the whole hair. Just localize where you want that. So mm. in terms of coloring, and it's, it's also down to lifestyle budget maintenance. So yep. what is someone's maintenance? What is your budget? And working within budget. So when people come to the salon and that's, that's a big thing that we will say to them, what's your budget? Or they might give me the inspo and I say, well, that's in it. That's a six week redo. And they might say, well, I probably didn't. So I might say to my clients, I want to see you in 10 weeks. I want to see you in 12 mm. weeks, eight weeks. So it's being honest with that. And then sometimes too with a haircut is it being able to say to someone, where their hair is currently. So you might go, mm. it needs to come off because it could be chemically fried. It could be, you know, heat style fried. <laughs> but then looking at... <laughs> I remember Lily, my daughter, went in and got her hair cut with Christian and she'd been growing it. But, you know, the girls, the straightener, the dry, the ends. And she's. he said, would you like a trim? And she goes, yeah, just a tiny bit off. He goes, no, sweetheart, it's got to go. Mm. <laughs> he held up two inches and went, no, she's yeah. got to go. Yeah, she was in the other day, and it's glorious. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I, I, I feel it's that it's the conversation again, back to the conversation, mm. but also the advice. And it's not, I'm not there to tell. And I've got a, another client of mine that Christian and I share, and she's got the most gorgeous long steel grey hair. Oh, that yes. typically mm. that someone would say, oh, women of a certain age should should cut your hair. So who says who said you should have baked beans on toast? That's what we used to call a perm. You know, you have yeah. like perm at the end, but. <laughs> Who says you should have baked beans on toast or you should cut your hair or you should and I and and, and yeah. conversely I've got another client of mine who 
is embracing going grey, naturally grey, and we're transitioning that. And she said, I don't know how I feel as in am I going to hate this? I said, if you do, but I said, we're going into a new phase. But it's been three visits and she said, I've loved all of it. And so having Mm. a plan and I Mm. think even a client coming in for a consult and having a plan because we don't know what we don't know. So being able to come in and get that bit of education and that takeaway to say, there's a thought. So they might go, let's start with the hair car or say, you know, let's start with this or, you know, I want to start this with my colour and then being able to say, well, this is the maintenance, this is the cost, this is this. So being able to say to someone, and especially like with your blondes, and I'm now saying it's more about this lived-in blonde Mm -hmm. as opposed to that, you know, Mm -hmm. overdone blonde. Everything's about this gorgeous lived-in blonde or dropped blonde. And it's, you know, people talk about balayage and it's baby lights and it's all just, look, it's all a version of itself. But realistically talking about texture, and yes, you bring into things like face shapes, but I think we are such lifestylers that women are definite about, you know, my lifestyle is this, or they'll say, go your hardest, do what you want, but I've got to be able to pull it back for exercise. Oh, that's yeah. me. Um, yeah, there you go. <laughs> got to be yeah, able to pull it back. Yeah, that's so, not negotiable. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and so things like Always. that, so you're able to go, okay, so if I mm-hmm. can get this much back and you'd be like, yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even things like that, and saying to Trish before about, with what we've just done with her hair. And I said, well, then don't double heat it. So if you actually let your hair dry naturally, a bit of moisturiser at night, then in the morning you can just use your curling tong and then you're not, and it's like, oh. So yeah. that it's about being able to work in with. And it's funny, tips and tricks like that, like it does feel mm-hmm. softer. It does mm-hmm. feel yeah. like it's got a bit more moisture mm-hmm. than if you yep. wash it, blow dry it. Curl it. Yeah. Yeah. And it, mm, yeah. Like yeah. what we do at night, sometimes when you go, you know, if there's like a, a body cream or when you go to a hotel and you're like, oh, body cream. And you're like, mm. oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like sandpaper on a sheet. It's lovely. And let me tell you, midlife ladies, washing your hair at night is also very cooling. Yeah. 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 I wash mine at night too. Mm. Mm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm at night. I wash my hair probably twice a day. It's short. But it also, there's a ceremonial thing for me. It washes my day away. Yes. Okay. It yeah, does. There's yeah. a ceremonial part mm. of it. And that's the thing. And I actually say that to my clients because set your bathroom up. Like, you know, as a, again, like a it's hotel. It's ritual. It is. And you go to a hotel and they go, oh, it's Lux or it's this. And if you want to decant your products into something else, it's a bit. Oh, yeah, more manageable, yeah, so not, it's not yeah, so bulky. Manageable or it's, you mm-hmm. know, it's not bougie, but you actually, it's an experience as mm-hmm. opposed to going, oh, it's a chore, must do. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, so, and it's so, it, it's having clients at the basin and educating clients how to wash their hair. Because mm-hmm. remember, we grew up where, like, it would be like, you had to squeak. Yeah, and I remember, like, yes. they would get in there, and it's the scalp, it was suds, and you'd be rubbing the ends, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, your yeah. ends ended up feeling like rope. Yeah, um, yeah. So it really is the reverse regime, and a client's coming back to me and going, my God, when you actually said, Dale, just focus your shampoo onto the scalp, let the shampoo just naturally run through the ends. That's what's going to cleanse it. Or I'd say to them, brush your hair before you wash oh, yeah. it and then get some, like even it could yeah. even be a cheap argan oil or something and just that actually tempers and balances. So it's almost mm. like, you know, we talk about priming skin, mm. it primes the hair. And then your conditioner, don't plonk it on your scalp and drag it down, put it into the mid lengths and the ends of your hair first, brush it through and they're like, Mm. Oh my god, that's a game changer! You are, yeah, like, yeah, it's great, isn't no, it? No, I'm not a wizard. That's just to me. It's what I would say. That's and there's no such thing as common sense. But I would actually go, well, didn't and no, that, it's a great tip. And clients come back that's, and go, that was a game changer. Yeah, change the mm, texture of my hair. Hundred percent. It's yeah. just things that we assume people know, totally. but we yeah, don't. yeah. But you're yeah. the expert too, so you can. I mean, obviously, you can just get so much mm. out of listening mm. <laughs> to what someone with far greater knowledge is saying to you. 
And I, I feel too, Mel, I always always say to my clients from a makeup lesson or even with hair and they'll say, I struggle with this. So I'll say, okay, you're going to do the other half or, and I'll also say to them in, in, from a takeaway point of view, tell me three things you learned from this and almost like a pop quiz. So that it's actually gone, ah, oh, okay, that's what resonated with them. And yeah. they'll say, very big on two with, with clients and then saying what I'm going to do for you next time. And when they come back in, so I did it last night, a client was like, oh, when you curl my hair, it looks so, and I said, okay, we're going to do a curling wand. You're going to bring it in. I'm going to do half. You're going to do the other half. And That's like, amazing. So and good. bring her own in. Mm-hmm. So it's the one that she uses yeah, exactly. every single yep. day. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Love it. Love yep. it. So we now have, us mere models, have access to you mm-hmm. and we will put all of those details mm. in our show notes. Mm. But do you want to quickly just let um, our 50s tribe know how they can get some of the Dale magic and into their lives? Yeah, and and this was actually, uh, 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 what do you say on a podcast, off air? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, perfect. We were talking collectively about, you know, future plans and we're talking personal stuff at the start of this, but even kind of going, I was saying with clients that I say share this and Nikki, who you've had on, who's a dear friend, Nikki was saying to me, you know, Share that knowledge. And I'm always happy to, mm. so happy to share it in those forums as in the four walls. But that's what I'm looking at for the new year is actually putting something up on the, on my, on the Instagram, on Instagram. <laughs> on the World Wide Web. The World Wide Web, www. Yeah. But having those things where I can have those takeaways. So, you know, yeah, so anyone perfect. has that access to be able to say, oh, today I'm going to do this. So I'm with Mal. I'm with, I'm with you know. Who, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to go, I'm just going to do, and it's because I think it's all time. You only get so much time to do it. So yeah. I'm like, okay, then we'll do it in that time. Yep. So, yeah, I will be doing that in the new year. That's Perfect. going to be Great. part of new year. New yes. Me. And uh, um, <laughs> Dale, Dale. Dale. <laughs> <laughs> is based in Brisbane. And the name of the salon that you're working yes, at? Yes, Atelier Christian Alexander in mm. the beautiful old Heritage Bell Brothers building. Yeah. And let me tell you, it is such a treat to go in there. It is such fun. I adore it. And you know what? I'm such a loyal person. I think I had the same hairdresser until I was 21 Mm. and then I moved away. And then when I moved to out to the Lockyer Valley, I had the same hairdresser Mm. for years. But now that I'm coming into Brisbane more often, so you've got me for good, Dale. You've got me for good. As you mentioned, Dale, you you develop a relationship with your hairdresser because you are sitting there with them for a couple of hours and the conversations that you have. You oh. deep dive into oh. all sorts yeah. of areas of your life. Yeah. So it is a really lovely relationship. It totally is. Yeah. And I think yep. it all brought me back to base. So going yeah. from starting at hairdressing, yeah. split and it then- off. I never got out of it. I was doing, yeah, the celebrity thing for mm. years and years and years. You never get out of your craft. And I think that's mm. being a creative, you've got to love it. You've got yeah. to be passionate. Yeah, and true. It, it brought me full circle. And that's, you know, Christian and I worked together years ago on Fashion Week. He's overseas, I'm overseas, came back and I'm like, I need a job. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, okay. Here we are. <laughs> Perfect. So, Dale, our wrap-up question for all our guests mm-hmm. is, if you could go back in time, what would the 50-ish Dale tell the 20-ish Dale? What little advice, life mm, lesson did he need to know? I, I think I'd, I'd the 50-ish day I would say be kind, be kind to yourself. Like mm. seriously, be, just be kind and don't believe in – I never. I think they, you know, we have the platitudes to believe in yourself and do all this, but I, I honestly think it's kindness. Be kind to yourself because in order to be kind to yourself, it allows you to be kind to others. And I, I just do – that's a massive thing for me about mm. kindness. That's beautiful. You know, yeah, 100%. Just, just be kind. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that resonates with us. Absolutely. Yeah. Kindness is king. Yeah. 
Da, we so loved having you in the studio with us today. So, and I think we definitely Absolutely. want to want to get you back in. It's been Aww. such such a treat. This yes. has been honestly, mm. I everything from the timing, all our preamble, our chat. Yeah. Everything from this, and I, it's, it's, it does feel ceremonial because I, I, when we were chatting about this first of, you know, the probability of, you know, coming on, on the show, the podcast. The yeah. show. You can call <laughs> us a show, Dale. We're a bit of a show. <laughs> we are. But also kind of going, I'm not 50. And then returning. That's why we say 50 years. Yes, 50-ish. that's perfect now. But mm. actually kind of going, I yeah. am in the club. And I just go, you know what? I love it. Yeah. I, I, and I, I love yeah. it. And the amount of clients that I talk about the podcast, the pod, the show. <laughs> Thank you. And I do. And it is amazing that I'll go, I did it last night. She's no, but I'm like, you need to listen to this. And we're, we're talking oh, about Amber. I'm like, you need to listen heart. to this. Or if it's yep. a Nikki or it's this. And even when, you know, you both come in and I've said, oh, you know, I've got someone for you. And I feel yes. like I'm constantly DMing you with like, oh my God, you need this person. And we person. absolutely yeah, love it. Because Don't it stop. is the share. And it's well, I think you nice need to share. be a regular now. I think you are. You should be part <laughs> of the show. Oh, mm. okay. <laughs> tell it, tell How do you? How do you feel about that? Yeah. Okay. What was it? I, there was sell-on names, and this is a whole other thing, but I, oh. I would love to do a coffee table book of sell-on names. Hairy Tales. Oh, my gosh. That'd be it. Maybe yes. I do it. Maybe Hairy Tales. Knock, knock, who's hair? Oh. Yeah. And that's for real. So That is there for are, real. There's, there's heaps. Oh, there's my heaps gosh. curl up and die. I'm still. Um, oh I wanted gosh. to go right back to the start and ask you about the Clio on the end of the Remember Danny, the, Danny's hair, Cleo. Yeah, like what even is that? Exactly. <laughs> anyway, you know, I'm, who sits around though and actually yeah, like brainstorm? I, I think people mm. get on a few bevies. They mm. sit around and, and, oh, and brainstorm salon names. I'll call it Danny's hair, hair Cleo. <laughs> so okay, I feel like I've kept you. I, no, I, you I've haven't. Got, I've, got we, I ten, I've got a client in twenty. I just sell on names that I've worked for. Yeah. Mm. So Danny's hair, Cleo. Gary's hair design, mainly hair. Oh. The green door. Etches, etches artisans of hair. Then I actually look at the other ones. And um, I was going through with a friend when I had a salon in Adelaide and we were rolling yellow pages when that was still around. <laughs> and there was Beryl International. And <laughs> <laughs> Get this. That's my yeah. favourite. Beryl International. We prank call. This is how. This is- <laughs> I'm going to need some oxygen. Please. And we called and we did it three times and we were like, Yes, um, hello, I'm wondering if Beryl there or is she currently abroad? <laughs> and then we'll hang out. And there was that and there was Frank of Paris. Please Frank tell me Paris. Frank called Frank yeah, as well. We is we, he in we, Paris? No. Um, <laughs> he might have been in Delhi, France. Remember those? Who's yes. got Delhi, France getting a baguette? But who thinks of those oh names? Gosh. Around? Yes. Scissorama. Scissorama. Oh, Oh my gosh! Was that like bara- banana rama yes, time? It was. So they oh, drew yes. inspo so from the that. Daughter, the daughter of the green door owners, and that was remember Delva shampoo. That was yes. that was it. So it was Delva, you know, and they were they were Delva, Delva, Delva. And I was like, oh. so they actually said, and I asked them one day, and I said, where did you come up with scissorama? And they said, because we love banana rama. Oh, there you go. I digress, but that was a cocktail. No, you didn't tea. digress. That was <laughs> I do. brilliant. Yeah. So that's it from us today. If you would like to know more about today's. Fa- Fabulous guest, Dal Dorning. We've put links to his website and socials oh, in our show Dave. notes. Darren Darrell. And don't. Yeah. DD. Yeah. Double D's. Dave Darrell Dale. Yeah. Don't forget, you can follow us on Instagram at Don't Give a 50 and email us at hello at don't give a 50.com.au. My voice just went funny then. Anyway, 
and go check out our website. It's new and we're just a little bit excited about it because we're starting to feel like legit podcasters slowly but surely. Also, and very importantly, if you've got a moment, leave us or send in a review or suggestions of topics that you'd like us to chat about here on the potty. Remember our gorgeous 50 issues. Send in some questions for Dale because he's coming back. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I hope. (laughs) Nothing like putting your guests on the spot. It's like when you asked your parents if your friends Mm -hmm. could sleep over in front of them. Oh, (laughs) we've all done that. We've all done that. Life is for living. Don't give a 50 because we're all 50 and awesome regardless of age and living and ageing is an absolute privilege and just being freaking awesome is our right. Absolutely. Thank you, gorgeous. Thanks, Dale. So much fun. That was wonderful. So good. Awesome. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.